host of Wrestling Podcast. I'm indeed your host, Nate Rodriguez. Alongside with me, we have the stud, the stable of studs. We got Tanner Treadway. How you doing, Tanner? I'm good. Oh, a little bit. What the heck happened? We're having like big technical difficulties when I had an awesome song. There you go. Now I can hear you. Oh my god. Whatever. Adam, are you there? <laughs> yeah, I'm here, brother. We're here. Try to He's be like, cool. Yeah, I'm here. Try to be cool, but I couldn't do it. All right. Uh, all right. So Adam Danger's with us, ladies and gentlemen. Yo. <laughs> that's and, a new one. Um, uh, I think uh, that's uh, loudly. I'm sure that's Mailman Mike. Hello, everybody. How's it going? There he is. There he is. Okay, turn it down there, bud. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Oh, man. Thanks, Skid Row. My ears are bleeding. (laughs) (laughs) And then, of course, we got Jimothy James Dean. How you doing, sir? Sup, sup, sup. Yes. Hey, guys. Have y'all heard about the Thunderdome? He's got his new toys. He's got to play with them all. Hey, but that's oh, yeah. a very fitting way to use it, though. <laughs> Is that not a fitting way to use it? It's pretty, that's good. It's pretty uh, good. I mean, that's right. probably that's the good. best marketing of the Thunderdome done so far. I thought it was the uh, the uh, the clan. Besides member. the Ku Klux Klan yeah. and the Lively. <laughs> Give him the AOK. <laughs> and Chris Benoit, he was watching. Oh, in our hearts. He was forever. watching us from his place. Oh, hey, which man. I think is pretty big of him, since you know they wiped his existence. You so, know, I mean, he's just showing, he's showing what kind of what kind of classy guy he really is. You know. Exactly. Moving on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, what are y'all what are y'all's thoughts on the Thunderdome? It's going away very soon. There's no way. Like we've okay. So it started with what do we have? A kid falling asleep. Several kids <laughs> sleeping. Right. <laughs> there are people sleeping during SmackDown. That's yes. great. I love that. Then they had a sign that said hashtag fire velveteen dream. And it's like, okay, whoa, whoa, now we're now we're kind of pushing things. Like that's a good message, but we're pushing things. Then we had the clan. Then we had Chris Benoit. And then we had somebody literally play a murder from a live leak video. So Oh wow. Wait, going away. Go in go into the last one there, uh, Tanner? Yeah. Somebody pulled up a murder on Live Leak and put it on their stream. Well, you see, here's, Jesus a, here's, a, here's the thing. Yeah, so it's going way, away. The real way, soon. no, it, it's not going away. They're just gonna, they're just gonna modify it. And here's yeah. why I think that because the NWA has moderators, like they have legit moderators. Um, like they yep. have like six different moderators for each row they have, and each row, yeah. you know, they, they monitor that closely. Uh, I think you've even heard about like Pat McAfee, um, actually was uh, one of the members being like, uh, you know, a member of the audience for one of the NBA games took off his shirt and within seconds of him taking off his shirt you immediately banned and, and booted you know uh, so in, my idea was um, just to have like 40 people do it you know what I mean like 40 to 50 people and just repeat it 
You know, like the regular, like it'll be like a regular uh, WWE game. You see the same like six people. I was gonna say it looks like WCW NWO like Monday Nitro the game. They can even mirror a few of them. You would never know. And they already have some of the screens do multiply. Some people are on multiple screens already. So yeah, just do that. It's fine. I will say though, I will say as a concept, I didn't hate it. Um, like. I, you know, it was like it, the actual live noise. I mean, I'm sure a lot of that shit was still canned in and, and fake, but um, I liked it. I, I didn't hate it. I thought it actually added something to it. But of course, wrestling fans are <laughs> fucking pieces of shit <laughs> and are going to do whatever they can to, like, uh, you know, uh, you know, be a little bit out of pocket. But I mean, I thought, like I said, even with like the, the Chris Benoit and the kid falling asleep, I thought the Chris, the kid falling asleep that was debunked. I thought that was like, it was something that it was like from something else, and I, I, don't, I don't know. It, there were like four people asleep, but um, but ultimately, like, dude, like, he, who, like, he, oh, go ahead. Sorry, I mean, I remember in the '90s when people had super inappropriate. I mean, I guess live leak of mur- of a murder vid is pretty. <laughs> that's here, drawing the line, but here, here's what I saw, and 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 we can talk about what John Moxley said about like comparing it to Fahrenheit 451, which I think oh, is a God. stretch. I love John Moxley, and we're going to talk about him here in the most positive way here in a sec. Um, But I think he was stretching there when he said that. And I'm going to tell you something here. No, And and I've said this before in the beginning. No one knew this was going to happen. No one was expecting a freaking pandemic to happen. No one's ever been a part of something like this before. No one knew how to, you know, acclimate to the times, you know, as far as like, what do we do? do? How How do we make this work? And over time, we're starting to see people like, okay, well, let's try this. Let's try this. Let's put money into a Thunderdome. Let's see how that works. You know? Right. And, and what I saw, well, I saw one of the most purest things that I made me so happy that the Thunderdome exists. It was when Drew McIntyre came out. He held up his title. Right behind yeah. him was this little kid. He held his title, like his miniature replica title, so proudly. Like he had the biggest smile knowing he was behind Drew McIntyre. And that made me happy. That made That's me happy, like, like, like the kid in me. You know what I mean? Like I remember being a kid, you know, in the 97 Royal Rumble in the front row, seeing Shawn Michaels beat Sid Vicious, yeah. you know, and him yeah. hold up the title and how I, like, how proud I was to have my replica title in the air, you know, with my Shawn Michaels gloves. And that's the closest the kid's ever probably been, you know, to, yeah. to, to being with someone like that. And, and I think it's something new. It's something innovative. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's, it's not working as well as we'd like it to. Uh, but I think over time we're going to see some, some good improvements. And, and, and over time there's going to be people. As we saw tonight for a, tonight's AEW, there, was a lot of, I mean, there wasn't a lot of people, but, I mean, there was 10% capacity to the dailies place. And it felt yeah. great. It's it, it. This is just temporary. Like it's going. To, it, it's going to get better. Like it, it's going to change, and it's going to be all right. You know. But so I, I. I. personally like the idea of the Thunderdome. I think it's it. it it's okay for now. Well, so take, I think. I think. Hold on. I was going to say like take. I don't think it's the WWE's fault, right? Like they're trying to come up with something big. It's wrestling fans' fault. It's yeah. Like There's no question there. We're going to show our dicks on here. And like, <laughs> the, like, kids that grew up with chat roulette and understanding like, that's how you can make a scene. Uh, Joshy Numbers just texted in that the video, and this I'm not laughing because it's funny. I'm laughing because I'm nervous. The video was of a beheading, apparently. Yeah. That's fucking yeah, horrible. Was, like, that's yeah. ridiculous. Uh, but again, that's 
that's wrestling fans. Like, we kind of have to accept, like, we are part of this know, Motley crew. How are they vetting these people? Like, where are they getting you these sign people up, from? You sign up on, on www.thunderdome.com. And oh, okay. you it's get out of here. That's not, well, is that the website? Yeah, it's closed down. Oh, my God. I actually yeah. actually wanted to try to get on. That would have been fucking pimp. Um, and yeah, but it's closed down right now. So I think they're actually going through changes. Um, how they're going to be going through the vetting process with their I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just curious because I, 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 I didn't hear. What did John how, like? In what way is it like? So Fahrenheit 51. Yeah, that's, 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 I'll, I'll pull it up right now because it's. Really big technology, and John is scared of technology. I think was it. Well, go go I ahead, think, Mike. I think because I think the degree to which they were producing the audience and stuff, because uh, like there's footage that released, I think, on Reddit where um, you got to see from the viewpoint of one of the you know Thunderdome viewers, and they were like, "Oh, it's Bailey, ladies and gentlemen. Let's all let her know how we feel. Thumbs down for Bailey." So they were literally. Producing the um, reaction. It's a TV so show. Kind of like, yeah, they do that at the beginning of when, when you go to a, yeah. a show, they tell you, make sure to cheer for the people you love and boo the people you don't. Like they it's an it's an experience. Yeah. I've been to multiple yeah. live TV recordings of, of sitcoms and I mean it's like I said, it's no different. And yeah. you know, ultimate ones. Uh, I went oh to see God. uh did you go, uh, go see Big Bang Theory? Uh, no, I, hey, I, I, I've been on the set I've of Big Bang Theory, though. Show. I've been on that what? set. Did Doing you? What? Yeah. Uh, I was an extra. We don't, we don't have to get into that. But anyway, I digress. What? I'm just kidding. You I'm were... just totally just kidding. I went to the Warner Brothers tour, and they let you on the oh. set. <laughs> 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 Big man works in TV. Okay. Oh, boy. But yeah, I will say that this, like... Uh, John Moxley's uninformed opinion aside, like I remember <laughs> when this shithole started, like when uh, there was no audience, there was no, they didn't even have the NXT folks behind the thing. It was miserable. It yep. was fucking miserable. It was unwatchable. So I'll take this. I'll, and the thing is like, to me, yeah, like I said, beheadings on TV aren't cool. Uh, and the KKK thing is a little uncool, but like the rest a of little? it, like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, Grand Wizard team. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Adam. He, yeah, it's it's pretty uncool. Yeah, it's, it's not just it's uncool. Very, what I'm saying very is very uncool. I, what I'm saying is my point is I'm not. Yeah, I hundred percent. But my thing is, it's like you know, I remember the '90s when people would bring signs and the, they had signs you couldn't believe that got away on TV. Like, um, you know, there should be some sort of monitoring it, but I don't think that that like. You know, uh, like I just hope it doesn't. Like, I'd rather them sort of find a way to, you know, manage that or sort of filter that out and still keep doing it, rather than going back to just no audience. Even I also, yeah. even, I mean, the step up of like the NXT folks, besides also being, you know, putting more people at risk and spreading COVID by having those live people, more extra live people around. Um, I also didn't think it was a little kind of. My only thing with it is that my man uh, uh, Bugenhagen. I miss getting to hear his uh, yeah, Bugs, dude. Getting to do, see him do his fucking guitar, air guitar solo. How solo. fucking sad is that? That the man is shredded. He looks like a million bucks, and he can't yep. get on TV unless they pay him to be in the audience. Yep. And, and the thing is, like his 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 debut on he on his one appearance in NXT, uh, he had a huge pop. Like right away, people were feeling yep. it. Dude yep. is 
Yep. Dude's on his Instagram benching 475. I'm like, get this guy on TV. He's money. But, Those rack pulls like 1,400 pounds or whatever. Yeah. Dude, yeah, 2000, 2020, 2020 WWE, he's going to be revealed as the leader of retribution. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Dude, if they do, wait, one. hold on. We're all, we're all laughing, but if they turn retribution into a comedy act, I would be let's, let's 100% down. That. Let's talk about that, because like, like, I know we haven't really spoken about it since the inception, or at all. Um, well, we haven't recorded since the inception of it. Um, like... It's Antifa for wrestling, and it is the weirdest thing. Like, I don't get it. And the fact that, you know, what shot Mike Easter a little bit was the fact that they weren't on one bit of SummerSlam, not even in the back. Not, you know right. what I mean? And it's yeah. like, you're not going to go to one of the most, one of the main pay per views of WWE yep. and not do jack shit, not even outside. It was just kind of, it was kind right. of a letdown. I'm not, I, I mean, and the fact that I'm not even excited about it one bit, like, I'm kind of like cringy on it. Because I, I, I don't know who's going to be the leader or if there is a leader. How can you have well, a I'm, leader when you have some, like an anarchist group? Like if you have a, leader, if you have watches, a leader of an anarchist group, I'm going to be mad. Like, well, like, if someone who watches OAN is like, oh, this is Angel, oh but this God. is Black Lives Matter. <laughs> I was, um, I was uh, working a little while ago and I got a Google alert from some YouTube wrestling shit I follow that said that was it Roman Reigns. Uh, it wasn't chill. It, uh, I'm not even gonna try to do the impression, but it was. Uh, but it said I didn't click on it because you know I was working. Uh, but it said Roman Reigns revealed as the leader of Retribution. Uh, Wait, I, like, I saw what? that too. Yeah, no, I hope not. Jeez. Oh, oh, sure okay, if that, if that's the case, if that's the case, they 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 ruined they ruined a wonderful opportunity at SummerSlam to do that. Yeah, I mean, because he could have kicked their mm -hmm. asses. And he could have tore up the yep. floor with his new veneers and just said, "All right, guys, let's get to work, right?" And it's, it's fucking and it just fucking demolished the Thunderdome. They yeah. would all look like Munchkins compared to him, though. Yeah, they're all they're tiny. Well, not. If they, I mean, if they, there are certain people that they're not using. Uh, in fact, I mean, you know, they have in the underground. They've got like a few big dudes that I feel like they could do something with um that you know he used to go by baba tunde which i think is his real name i don't he's like this he's a guy the seven footer with like the long yeah. Dreads. oh yeah yeah the, like the wife beater yeah well he's been in the he's been in the company for like three years he's been with them for a long time but that's not the ninja was it the seven foot ninja no that's that's the bouncer no. door that he's a he's a um I forget his name. Into, he yeah. went from ninja to What the to fuck bouncer. are we talking about? Well, I want to see. I want to see the ninjas versus the retribution. Like that's why? Do it because they wore the same thing. That's why they wore the same exact clothing. <laughs> Easiest booking in the world. <laughs> I mean, my thing is like, you know, first off, because I want to just touch on this real quick. Because I was a, like, when Roman Reigns came back, and I'll say I thought it was a great return, and I thought he looked like a. I feel like he finally was the big dog. Yeah. I thought it was like, yeah. and he heard him bark yeah. at dudes like. I was like, this is how we show we should have been. But I just took yeah. it as Roman Reigns coming back. But everything I keep reading was that, you know, Roman Reigns is, you know, he, he'll return. I'm like, is he supposed no. to be a heel now? They're, they're putting him back in that middle of the road. I'm not a good yeah. guy. I'm not a bad guy. Shit. And like, he'll, what, whatever. It works for him. never see it coming. Yeah. It works for him. <laughs> whatever. Anyways. But anyway. Uh, so, yeah. So, Roman Reigns has new teeth. 
Thoughts? <laughs> they look good. They look I good. never noticed like his can... old teeth. Like, were his old teeth that bad that he now is no, fucking they, fence they post teeth? No, they weren't that bad. He had, he had little chiclets, you know, the little, oh, little so tiny Did he have teeth. a gap? Did he used to have a gap or no? No, they were just small. Like, like they, he had tiny teeth and they were a little bit spread apart. And so I guess he, I don't know, did he get dentures or I don't know what happened. No, anyway, they're caps. They're yeah, caps. caps. Okay, yeah. he got caps and and they're they're real white and real shiny. It looks like he can chew a lot of good food. So you know, and good, for him. good for him. Like they're, they're, real, they're real big. Uh, Randy Orton's been on top of that. I gotta oh give him God, props for yeah. all the shit he's been talking on Instagram. Have you all seen it? Yes. What? Because oh, so Randy, Randy so Orton, the day, the day, you didn't need to yeah. tell me who it was. I knew it was Randy. Was like, yeah, it, it was okay, Randy, yeah. and he was talking all this shit. Um, he he posted a picture of Brian the dog with his teeth yep. from yeah. Family Guy, you know, with the sparkle. Yep. Yep. And then and yep. Roman said something along the lines of like, "Oh, keep talking about me because nobody's talking about you." And then uh... he posted a picture of a horse with you know teeth right in the frame. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you heard it right from the horse's mouth, folks. <laughs> Damn. It's great. I will say this, dude. Randy Orton, I used to find him as boring as shit. Like, after his whole, yeah. when he was a, you know, when he first came out, I just was like, I don't care. But yeah. in the last year, he sort of won me over. Yeah. But, but his yeah. his ability to clown fools is like next yeah. level. I want him to do that on yeah. the show. Yeah, me too. That's what I mean. Yeah. Randy Orton and Gallows, if only they could put be on camera who they are off camera, yeah. they'd, they'd be like the biggest mm-hmm. things in the company in the business right now. I, but the thing is I blame I blame Gallows on his because they were trying to give Gallows and uh, Anderson comedy spots when they kind of they came they tried to be hard asses and then you yeah. know they they, they were brain they remember like the right? stupid ball exactly with like the balls or whatever yeah, but it wasn't yeah. funny and it, they weren't coming off as funny so I'm like where's Sex Ferguson like he's so natural I know why didn't they just do the southpaw thing I don't know that was yeah. great I know but, Hey, at least we get uh, at least we get uh, talking shop of mania, so it's fine. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was gonna do we were gonna talk about uh, AEW today, um, but while I was watching the current episode of AEW, they made an announcement that uh, PWI came out, and you know the year before, if you think about it, was Seth Rollins at number one. And was that just last year? That was just last year, folks. Yeah. Oh, damn. Yep. You know, yep. Um, mind you, Seth Rollins doing probably some of the best, minus his entrance music. Doing it's some garbage. The, Why did they do that? Doing some of the best work he's ever done. And people, I mean, so underrated right now, flying under the radar with, with the Rey Mysterio thing. That's go- I think it's going on a little too long. Uh, <laughs> you know, just a little too yeah. long. But that's just my armchair booking. Uh, I would have called that, you know, maybe like two or three months in. But what I'm saying is PWI 2020 came out, and he has his homeboy, John Moxley, uh, a.k.a. Dean Ambrose, at number one. Uh, No surprise, you know, I guess. I mean, the most consistent champion as of all this shit coming out. Two Um, separate promotions. Yeah, you know, yeah, with two separate. I mean, this is like the first time since... God, 20 years minus, you know, of course, uh, New Japan and maybe Impact for a, a few, maybe a few years here and there that it's really been yeah. like, a, like a, a back and forth about, you know, who's who in the wrestling world, right. I- according to PWI. Yep. Um, and then right at number yep. two, which is a little weird for me, um, they have Adam Cole at number two. Um, it, I mean, granted, he's I mean, a good. I mean, he's a good pick. I don't know if he's number two good pick. I don't. I don't he, know. Was, he was. A, he was. A, he was a long reigning champion for 
for uh, AEW, and then he's been but he's been wrestling every either every other NXT and every NXT pay per view. You know what I mean? So like he's been put in the work, and and he really hasn't had a yeah. break. So I, I think you give him that. You give him that. He's just been the road warrior, like just wrestling uh, for the past three hundred sixty five days. So I think maybe that's part of it too. Is like you were NXT champion. And you haven't taken any time He's off. He's absolutely carrying NXT. Like, aside from Adam Cole, like, there's nobody on NXT Anymore. right now that I'm like, oh, that's a big, you know, that's a big name. Everybody else is like, oh, yeah, the NXT guys. But, like, Adam Cole, like, I know Adam Cole from everywhere. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah definitely. Um, yeah. The, and then the Pat McAfee <laughs> fight wasn't, wasn't, wasn't half bad. You know, the fact that he that was surprised able to, me. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it wasn't surprising because Pat Mac- McAfee is an athlete. I mean, say what you say, yeah. say what you want about punters. You still have to be an athlete. You still have to make it. And yeah. that guy's made it. You know what I mean? Like that guy's yeah. been, like the top of the level. He's been a Super Bowls, you know, and well, I mean, yeah. Gronk's an athlete. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, but he but here's the thing. Here, here's the thing about Pat. He's a personality. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he, he and he's a fan of wrestling. He understood. He, yeah. He's a, a student of wrestling too. Like he's followed it, and he understood like the dynamic of how you're supposed to act and and not and, and not cross over to that that fake wrestling where you imitate where it looked like you're just imitating being a wrestler. Right. You're doing first, like a bad Hulk Hogan impression. Yeah. 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 First off, his athleticism. You know, again and again, I knew that going into it, I'm like, he's a, a athlete, uh, you know, of a high caliber. But even that, his athleticism, that jumping from the from just from the ground to the top rope was impressive. That was nuts. Like, yeah, that but, was more impressive than the yeah. backflip. But even more yeah, impressive yeah. than that to me was, like, you watch him on like. Yeah, we, I've been seeing him for a long time. I didn't know who he was before he started doing like the backstage segments and, and the, the pre pay per view stuff. But he's always been kind of funny, yeah. but kind of you know funny in a kind of dickish dude. He kind of reminds me of uh, Logan Paul a little bit. His like <laughs> character, but yeah. his fucking heel promos, yeah, have were the best promos NXT has seen in like yeah. three years. I mean, he's so yeah. good at talking, yeah. especially as a heel. Like everything you've seen, right. Adam Cole was getting under my skin. I was like, "Fuck, this guy's this guy's brutal." But yeah, so especially he was on commentary, was like leading up to yeah, the match. And, yeah, that was and amazing. Being, like, yeah. Get the digs in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it was it was awesome. And this whole thing about like how like you know it, you know this is your sport. I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna fucking embarrass you and all this stuff. I was like, damn, this guy's he gets good. it. He gets again, it. He gets it, and it was really believable. Yeah. Like, it's like passionate. I was like, "Fuck, this guy could actually have a really great future." And it was so funny because so people, yeah. on, so many people online were like clowning it, and I was like, "I mean, look, dude, like the, the lead up was a little, a little uh, forced." Yes, and yeah. it's like, okay, great, we're gonna see an Adam Cole Pat McAfee fight, which is cool. There's a way to do it though. Like, there was there should have been another lead yeah. up when he when he should have done it to where Pat was actually doing like a, like a takeover pre show. And where he was talking shit about Adam Cole, whatever. But it was just that whole segment thing was kind of like, like I've seen that before. I'll tell you what, as soon as like Adam Cole got in his face, and again, even that segment when Adam Cole was getting in his face, I was like, fuck, this shit feels like a real fight. Which, right. unlike what happened on their podcast, which felt fake and phony and forced. But <laughs> oh, really? Fucking, yeah, I, I didn't like it. I, I knew, I was like, oh, God, this is whack. Um, right away. Just because Adam Cole, it, I, it escalated way too quickly. And uh, yeah. But here's the thing. That was the first instance that I saw, like, of Adam going back, like, two or three episodes when Tank spoke about, like, Adam and ROH. 
uh, that was the first instance I saw of that Adam coming out, yes. where he believed what he was saying, he believed yeah. in the material, he was invested. Where he could where, say whatever then, he wanted to say, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Well, and James, to James' point, same thing with that McAfee, the McAfee promo and stuff at the end, when he's like, I'm going to make you my like in his eyes you could yeah. see you could see he believed what he was doing at that point again so yeah like that, that well, sold that, it on me like yeah was, that's a, yeah when when because like the thing on the podcast i thought was a little like uh, but as soon as they had their confrontation on nxt and he like got in his face and like the, you know um you know the commentators like left the that whole thing i was like fuck this is dope and then when pat McAfee kicks him in the head or well actually kicked him in the chest but he was supposed to be in the head but um I was like, damn, dude, this shit got elevated real quick, and I'm now actually kind of invested. So good on them. I'm glad. Hopefully Pat McAfee can do something with it. Uh, I hated his little outfit. Uh, it was actually really bothering me for some reason. Yeah. But it uh, doesn't bother me as much as Keith Lee's new outfit. But that's oh, oh my God. I'll get there, my friend, because uh, he, he, he's actually the top 25. But I do want to bring something up, and I wanted to see if maybe I'm just being a snob. But whoever is like in charge of the camera work late as of late for WWE – it's annoying because the the amount yeah. of of like it's nothing cuts. new. No, no, no. It's I mean it's fast. I mean I it, know, but it, that's nothing new. No, it, it is. You just notice it. More. It's it's no, got it's even gotten I worse. It, yeah, on the last two, I've noticed it's gotten it's like it's, it's a quick cut every two seconds. Yeah, yeah dude, it is way too quick. Yeah, you're not yeah. you're not able to capture the shot, and you're not able to process what's going on. The only thing you can see is the cut, and you're like, "What? What? What?" Yeah. And and, and the only reason I've noticed, I mean, like, and not, I'm not trying to toot my own horn. And the only reason I, you know, you know, because you said Tanner, like, it, it's always been like that. It hasn't. Like, I used to run cameras. I used to do the whole directing, you know, thing gig. Mm-hmm. And then, so when I see that go quick, I'm like, that is, it's, yeah. it messes with my eyes, um, especially with the underground. That is where yeah. it's. The That's exactly worst. where it's the worst. It's exactly. the worst. Yeah. Why does an underground fighting club need eighteen cameras anyway? <laughs> Why do they not have one Just cam? One quarter? hard cam. Yeah. One hard. I know. Cam I know this is off topic, but it is directly to side. But I got to just shout out because we haven't done this in a while. Uh, fucking. I remember when MVP came back, and I was like, oh, "Is this guy going to really have a place?" And then he got injured, and oh, then he was going to fucking leave. Then he but did dude, the hurt business. He has been fucking killing it. Been like saying that the whole concept is oh, great. Yeah. We talked about before. Uh, first of all, because you have three legit alpha male dudes. Because we can sleep on. I mean, we know Pep Shelton Benjamin's a legitimate co- collegiate athlete. We know Lashley's a fucking physical specimen, but. You know, MVP when he's not wrestling owns a Brazilian jiu-jitsu or a jiu-jitsu gym. He's also the yeah. real deal. But holy shit, yeah. he's the best heel they have, right. dude. They like literally Jimmy kind of intimidate me as a viewer. I'm like, fuck, I would hate these dudes to get up in my grill. Like it's legit. But why you know? were they on the pre-show? Like to me, that was like insulting. I was like, this is one of the hottest angles on Raw because and the, it's US on the pre-show always gets put. Yeah, the US title has been on the pre-show. F- consistently but for it last. should be more about the hurt business like put the hurt business on the actual on i agree with you card. i agree with you yeah. but they, they have a tendency to do that with the u.s title lately but um, i thought that was like yeah. insulting to the hurt business because i was like this is really really hot put this you know at what the hurt i'm telling you seven? Right now, the hurt business is like for me it's like literally when like i'll actually stop wa- working or stop drawing or and i'll literally like turn the volume yeah. up it's like because yeah, it's gonna yeah. be that tv uh i'll, I'll yeah. say this like i i Say what you want about Bobby Lashley, you know he he has he's been in the spot pre-COVID and made that transition. It's still being one of the you know one of the main big dudes they have there. Uh, and then yep. to, to to call it, I, I would I hate to call it a blessing, 
Uh, but the fact that when, when COVID happened and and MVP retired, like he was working in the back, he had no, he he didn't he didn't yeah. feel the need to do it. But now it, it almost seems like he's one of the people carrying the company right now, yeah. and it's he been is. one of the most yeah. amazing things. I attributed it to it to him being part of the ruthless aggression, which is kind of the last time when wrestling had a, a good a good steam. You know, it, it, it had had a good you know. Uh, it was running full force, and um, yeah. but yeah, no, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. MVP has been doing amazing things, and the fact that Shelton Benjamin, man, like everyone forgets yeah. about the golden. I mean, how how great he was back in that time, yeah. and the fact that he's getting that yeah. that steam again, it, it's it's been nothing short of impressive. Well, and the thing is, too, the other thing that works for it is you do have two physical guys who are great, but they aren't known to be the most interesting interviews or interesting, you know, promo no guys. Skills. Yeah, so Persona, you, yeah. you get an MVP who's fucking great at it, better now than he has ever been, and no then kidding. you get to you get to have Shelton Benjamin and and Lashley be, like, just brutal and uh, intimidating and just kicking ass, and it works perfectly, yeah. and that's why it's like, and keeping it as three dudes as opposed to four dudes, yeah, ten dudes. Yeah. Yeah, keep it as three dudes, and I, they bet if, if – if, I'm assuming they'd put the bell on Lashley because he's obviously – even though MVP is sort of the, the spokesman, obviously Lashley's like sort of the centerpiece. But if one of them doesn't hold gold in the next two months, WWE is fucking up. Yeah, I agree. Well, it's, it's Lashley and – isn't it Lashley and Apollo at Payback this next week? This Sunday, I right? think Lashley – yeah. 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 Well, yeah, they should put that I, on the main card. And this, yeah, on, the in, on the inverse – Apollo Crews is a talented guy, one of the most physically gifted dudes of the sport. Yep. Unbelievably athletic, but fuck, I don't care. <laughs> like, and I, I used to be like, man, I really hope he gets a shot, but then he gets a shot, and I'm like, I, just I don't want to watch this. Put, put the belt on somebody interesting. <laughs> Poor Apollo. He's fine. He's doing fine. He makes Poor Apollo makes like fucking Ric Flair. But, but, oh my uh, God. but like, even like, like in he, the sense of... Um, he's got a smile like an action figure, just like... <laughs> just dead, dead eyes. The head of a ninja turtle. <laughs> oh, oh my god, he does. <laughs> so shiny. turtles, yeah. Be nice. Uh, no, what I was gonna say too, like, uh, even with SummerSlam, and we'll get back to the list here in a sec because I, I think it's an important to talk about. Um, but going going back to SummerSlam, like you, we got to remember, Braun Strowman wasn't supposed to be champion. Right, and I think right. I, I think you know we had a good test run, um, you know, and it, it was all right for a while, but you can tell that thing was about to hit a wall that was not going to have any give to it. And I'm, you know, yeah. Roman Reigns came back, and it's congrats, 2020, you win again. It took <laughs> Roman Reigns to come back and actually save that storyline from falling apart. Heck yeah. uh, because man, oh man, that I mean, and that that's that's a good thing for, for I think for for Braun because I think the next time he has that title run, I think he's going to be even better about it. And, and of course, you know, we have that triple threat match, which this isn't the first time you know Braun Strowman's been in a triple threat match for the title either. You know, so he's kind of used to this and being that part, you know, that um, the muscle, extra. yeah, the extra of that that third that the, the you know the triple threat. Uh, but I, you know, it, it, it it's good. I'm excited to see where that goes. Uh, but moving yeah. on, unless anyone else had any thoughts regarding that. Well, I did, I thought I thought it was a good match. Honestly, I thought this was one of Bray's better matches. He and Braun mm-hmm. were uh, really going hard at it and really hitting it. And like yeah. I thought, this is what Bray needs to do. He needs to be like Mick Foley or Cactus Jack, just like 
really just punishing, punishing, and yeah, beating the crap out of his opponent. And I thought like no one better than Braun because Braun can keep taking it and taking. It. I thought, well, this works really well. I, I know I've talked in the past on the show about just being bored with Bray Wyatt matches. Like I don't really see what's special about him when he and Daniel Bryan was at uh, Royal Rumble, and I thought, like, I tried to watch it over and over again, and I just didn't see anything special. This one, I was really enjoying it. They took it to the back, and it was almost a controlled kind of violence. And I thought, yeah, that's what you need. Just be brutal. Just be super violent. So when uh, Roman shows up, it it was great, because I was so invested in just how brutal it was. It was, I know, I piggyback off of what Adam said and stuff. Like, it was. Like, I, I enjoyed whether it was hard way, that Braun got busted open, I think, on the Sister Abigail back in right. Gorilla. Um, you know, like, it was definitely a physical contest. My only issue, like, leading up to it, you know, because the litmus test for me is the group that I watch with and stuff that James has had the opportunity to kind of watch the pay-per-views with me that aren't diehard followers and aren't watching it, you know, week in, week out. Right. Um, based, off of, based off of the lead-up, they were kind of asking me, you know, even leading up to the match, like, who's the face? And, like, honestly, you know, both of yeah, them yeah. laid out Alexa leading up to the, you know, you had Bray basically try and smother her and then Braun throw her into the air. It's like, who who are we supposed to back in this? And I didn't know, which was kind of like, I, I think, you know, maybe that's leading into some of the mixed reactions I'm seeing online as far as the response to the match. Because yeah. they're really... You you weren't sure like who are we supposed to be behind in this? I well, guess. Well, Mike, like, I have an answer for you, man. What's that? It's the fact that you'll never see it coming. That's well, shoot. <laughs> I mean, I think well, all three know. of them, all three of them, are. It's very confusing oh. who the face or the. Yeah. Or the here's or the, the thing: is, is. I I can understand the booking there because the whole thing with with first off because Bray's been running rampant over everybody else and blah blah blah. But I think the whole thing is that it. Braun got to the point where he became a monster again because um, he that's the only way he could really like sort of you know meet Bray head to head was to be like you know be a full that's why he shaved his stupid head and um, yeah uh, that's why yeah <laughs> he's not really the thing is look at his hairline he's not there are dudes way pretty bad balding way harder Corbin. than he is that Corbin yeah was, oh man. Yeah. man Corbin's was bad but I mean Braun's wasn't great. Well, anyway, I. We, and where I, was Alexa? Like, where was like? Yeah, that was wasn't about it. Out of why? Why did they do that? Why did one come out and beat her up, and then the I, next I, night I the other one came out and beat her up? And why? And can we? Yeah, can we just not uh, beat women on TV anymore? Can we yeah, say that for the privacy of our own homes? Just kidding. Shut up. Just kidding. What the hell? Moving on. There's <laughs> <laughs> a joke. I love whip. Oh, uh, is, it, is, so. it, is it the Jim Cornette podcast? <laughs> 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 yes, mailman Mike with the delivery. Oh man! Hey man, uh, I don't like to watch. <laughs> what num- are you, Jerry Falwell Jr.? Number three. Number three was actually really surprising. Forty-nine years old and still making. I disagree. It's not surprising. What it you? Did you say it is surprising? No, it's not surprising at all. That's what I said. It's not surprising. Oh, I thought you said it is surprising. No. Okay, never mind. Carry on. Let's, th- let's try not and get bogged down here, Tank. Let's keep it. Let's keep the train moving. Well, then quit interrupting, man. Okay, let's go. Come on. All right. Thank you so much. Number Jesus three. Christ. Number three. Chris Jericho. I'm not surprised. Me? No. No one is. 
No one should be. If only you know, the only thing I'm not surprised about is that he's not number two. You know, and yeah. I, I think he should be number two or number one. I think there's a strong argument that he could have been number one, regardless yeah. of holding the belt or not. Champ or not, like he and Moxley are the driving force behind AEW. It's not Cody, it's not Kenny, it's not the Bucks, it's Mox and it's Jericho. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I don't yeah. think anybody in the world could argue that Chris Jericho is not putting, uh, you know, yeah, he, he's, he's earning his money. Seats. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Virtual. 10% asses in seats. <laughs> exactly. That's what I, that's, I was like, how, wait, he's not actually putting asses in seats. Now he is. Uh, he's putting 10% of asses in seats. Uh, and then number four, I am surprised about, but I get it. He's a champion. Uh, but it is Drew McIntyre. Um, I get why well, he's, he's been a, having a hell of a year. Like I don't like him. He was a champ since WrestleMania, but even before then, he was he was running hot, like he was having right. pretty good matches. He's he's this is probably the best of his career okay, right now, the so, past year. Okay, so if they're doing this based off January to now, great, yes, sure, sure, I'll give you that. But if you consider last yeah. year, you know, last year's, and again, I, I know I'm not a fan of it. I know I know Jimothy is, um, but even you talk about work rate, I mean, he was doing the whole Shane thing last year. And you know, and that, yeah, he, that he was just the muscle, just the and he muscle, really wasn't. He really wasn't. He wasn't anything. He wasn't anything. Whoa, why do I hear that? That's you talking to yourself. Look, I will say this: I, I I don't hate Drew. I think I think he's got potential. I don't think he's the greatest. Yeah. Uh, the most engaging speaker, and he definitely. But but my biggest problem is that they turn him face. He's way better as a heel. Yes. Um. He uses his physique and his size and his look to be intimidating. Him trying to be like this fucking good, you know, no, just, it doesn't. He's good, uh, but they, he's, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. he, he's, okay, somebody, somebody tell me if they feel differently. But for me, the hype behind Drew has been steadily going down since he eliminated Brock at the rubble it has not like well, that was how do you peak. go up from there but how do you go up from there that's a deal well you should go up from there by winning the title but it wasn't it wasn't that exciting to well, me well it's not his fault because nobody yeah. was at wrestlemania like well yeah, it, it had a lot of negativity going point. into it and we haven't actually heard an actual live audience to, again that's a big thing if you were just to see stone cold steve austin on your own without an audience's reaction you might be oh this guy's pretty cool we did but then you see we him. did and it was all right Wait, what do you mean? Oh, yeah. On one of the, on one of the, the oh yeah, COVID, Becky COVID shows. Him. Oh yeah, I mean, I meant in his payday, but oh, I, I okay, I, all right. You know, I'm saying like a lot of times, you know, you get to see how like how over the guy is, how much of a pop he gets, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, fucking babyface Drew McIntyre is vanilla as shit, but uh, yeah, whatever, dude. Like you that, know, it, he's it, uh, that, is, that is your cookie cutter WWE champion. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but yeah, moving on. Uh, five and six are random guys. We'll go to number seven here. <laughs> wait, 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 five and six are random guys. <laughs> Do you think we could get somebody that watches wrestling to host the show? <laughs> I just wanted to see. I just wanted to see what Tanner would say. Of course, we have five as Naito. Just the disappointment. That's all. Now, I'm not gonna see, and, and see, and that's the that's the weird part. Naito, you know, being you know what he did is so low. I, I would think that he would actually like be a number two, and because I mean, because yeah. then you can have the same argument for Chris Jericho. 
why Chris Jericho's not number two. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. I, I mean, what do you what do you what are your thoughts? You're the you're the resident and uh, New Japan expert, Tanner. Um. So the 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 thing that I think a lot of uh, yeah oh, okay cool, it's man. no it, it's difficult to phrase because like Meltzer and a few like he's not the only one but Meltzer and a few other guys have been like oh Naito's just not as interesting in the ring anymore and like. I get it. Like his matches haven't been as strong as they have been in the past, but I mean, okay. strong matches for for Naito are like five star, five and a half star, like that kind of stuff. But so he no, six. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Okada. I mean, Okada has that brand face position. Like he is New Japan Pro Wrestling, but no, he's he's not the fan favorite like Naito is, and I don't think he will be for a long time. Gotcha. Gotcha. That- that ranking, like honestly, for me and stuff like that, ranking is the epitome of what's wrong with PWI in 2020. <laughs> is they're trying to walk? You look at the top 25 as a whole. Like as I looked at it even before we logged on, you look at the top 25 as a whole. They're trying to walk this tightrope between smart and kayfabe. Like in that, I guarantee you, even though the article hasn't come out yet, I guarantee you the reason Naito is only five is they're going to bring up he only had one title defense with Kenta. I guarantee you, without even having the magazine in my hand, they're going to use a kayfabe excuse in a magazine that's trying to be smart. They're, they have completely lost, you know, the not that it had any serious credibility before, but, like, I know from, you know, the, the getting to hang out with wrestlers on indie shows, it used to be a thing. It'd be like, oh, I made it at 383 or whatever and stuff. Yeah. Like, I made the magazine. And now it's become... Like, it's almost schizophrenic in that they're trying to, like, serve two audiences where it's not either, like, the top spot goes to the guy who was world champion for, you know, three-fourths of the year, but it's the, you know, it's the guy that the the smart audience knows is the best worker, so we're going to make sure we load the top ten up with that. But it's, it's, they're trying to serve two masters with that and stuff. Like, that's indicative to me of the issue and stuff. Like, to your point, like, yeah, if you wanted to go by who was drawing the most eyes, in 2020, yes, Jericho should have probably been number one, mm-hmm. but because it's PWI and they got to walk that that line, they can't have the top two guys be AW guys because that's going to divide the audience. And you yep. want to make sure, like, so the next guy's a WWE guy. Number three will be AEW. Now we're back to WWE for number four. Now to make sure we're keeping our street cred, let's throw some New Japan guys in it. Wow. It's not. It it's lost the. You know what I mean? It's lost the the luster of what it once had, and it's not. That's, you know, it was a kayfabe magazine all along. But you yeah. can see, like, it's trying to be it's trying to be both things. It's trying to be Wizard magazine, and it's trying to be Star Log. And it's like, what the hell? Like, what do you? What? <laughs> what is it? Mike, like, getting in there for the getting, Mike, Mike bringing bringing the deep cut references from uh, the eighties. <laughs> Wizard and Star Log. I love it. <laughs> I do what I can. I was I, mean, I, I appreciate it because those are two formative magazines to my youth. But I guarantee you. Uh, well, but, uh, I, before we switched to, from uh, from Drew McIntyre earlier on, before we jumped off of that, like we were talking about, like why you know when Tanner was saying like he doesn't have any steam. Um, it's like, you know, going, you know, using some nerd analogies when Brock was his first opponent, it's like they threw Dr. Doom at him first and then they threw arcade and hydro man at him after that. Like they haven't heated up any, they haven't heated up any, you know, any of the MCU villains to really throw at him. Like then now, like, you know, the, 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 
you know, the Hurt Biz would be a great, you know, opponent for him and yeah. stuff. One by one, he's got to get through, he's got to get through MVP, he's got to get through Shelton, make Bobby now, like, the obstacle. Instead, Bobby was what, like a throwaway pay-per-view? Like, was it Yeah, which is so weird. Exactly, because he's yeah. like, Bobby Les is like the only guy on the, the uh, roster who you think legitimately could, you know, give him an ass whooping and stuff, so you're like, you waste yeah. that? Like, that yeah. Yeah. seemed like a decision. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah, so, yeah, that's great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so yeah, so five Naito, six Okada, which is great. And and honestly, Mailman, that is a very very. I mean, that that sounds like it's, it's spot on. Spot on about what they're trying to do because I remember as a kid, like I was so excited to see the PWI and like to learn about wrestlers I didn't know about. Uh, but this oh, this, yeah. this one seems a really 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 catered. Um, and, and uh, I'll be exci- I'll be very interested to, to read it when it does come out. Um, seven and seven and eight sevens. Cody Rhodes eight. Seth Rollins. Okay, I can believe that. I, I I can get behind that. Nine. Kofi Kingston. Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Both yeah, have worked. But both have been just been working the past year. Really, yeah. really hard. Yeah. Really good matches. Nothing excellent. Yeah. But really good. good it feels yeah. like both guys are kind of aiming for that. Um, you know, U.S. title John Cena kind of road like, hey, I'm not at the top of the card, but you're going to have a good time watching me every single time. Yeah, And also making Did young you guys, guys, right? Yeah, exactly. And Did then, you guys uh, hear anything about Co- Cody taking some time off? Did you guys hear anything about that? I just saw something about that before we no, I haven't seen logged that. on tonight. Well, yeah, yeah no, I, I, I would think that, that he's at down. home. Uh, I'm not sure if he's taking time off off or, you know, it's a storyline kind of deal. Um, but I haven't yeah, read anything to, to it. He got thrown off a stretcher, I, guys. Yeah, the article <laughs> alluded to that uh, Stephen Amell got him a spot in that new, uh, is it Showtime TV show, Heels, that's coming out? No. Um, oh, the wrestling hey. show. Cody's got a spot on it. Wait, wait, Heels Amell, on Showtime or, or Heels or I, Heels women's, uh, uh, women's group uh, with AEW? <laughs> No, that's true, yeah. <laughs> the pay the pay service, right? Or is it oh, a subscription man. service? I'm not gonna get into I'm not gonna touch that. Oh one. my god. Uh, but that's cool. You know, more power to them when you can make money without taking bumps. I'm all for it. So um, random real quick, random thing. So about a month ago I had a dream that uh, I went to go meet the Road Warriors, but Cody Rhodes was there and he was stealing all the attention, but he had gained that's 150 20. pounds. Oh my god. Because oh, he was no. he wasn't getting over, so he, he was doing his like a, a cosplay of his dad. That's so and I remember weird. I was like, I was like, oh, was, that's so sad. And I woke James, up kind of depressed. Jimothy, I was yeah. listening to a podcast with Tolly and Arn, and they were talking about one time that uh, the Road Warriors came out with Dusty Rhodes, and he was dressed as the road, one of the Road Warriors. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's that's so I, love how the, I love how this podcast became James's dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Dream talk. I'm just I'm really. What does I'm, it mean? James's exactly. dreams. That's a whole close, new podcast. Close your eyes. Listen here. <laughs> Follow me. Now picture Dusty Rhodes. It's the road oh, worry. The dream, baby. dreamy. <laughs> anyway. But, I mean, if you think about it, if you, think about it, you know, if, if once Cody's career, once he starts losing steam. He has you know, to gain he, weight, right? Yeah! Because he's a lot of weight. Please do it, Come Cody. Out the bionic elbow. <laughs> Shit. Buck, Cody, you don't need to baby. be, you know, a solid two hundred five your whole life. You can, you can, you yeah. can blow it up. You can be, be a like solid two hundred five. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, get him a splotch. Get him exactly. a little splotch for his stomach. Like, you know what I mean? Well, well they, instead of the splotch, they just take the fuck. They do a skin graft of his oh, neck God. tattoo and put it on Jesus his belly. Christ. 
<laughs> All right, moving on, guys. Uh, number ten, AJ Styles. I can get behind. We missed that as nine. Well. No, we, we didn't talk Kofi nine. Kingston. Did we? we? Did. Yeah, we no, said we did not. We're just gonna. Yeah, we said. I said nine. Kofi. We're, Kingston. Ju- we're just gonna glaze over him. Okay. All right. I thought you said on. Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, yeah. So I went seven, eight, nine. You know, Cody Rhodes, Seth Rollins, Kofi Tank. Kingston. Tank, you didn't. I promise you. you okay. Didn't. All right. Anyway, well, number ten, flat Earth. Num- n- number nine, Kofi. <laughs> no, no, because Adam said yeah, he was. They, I mean, they all worked. You know, pretty solidly for the year. Remember? Well, I thought yeah. you, I was just talking about Seth and and yeah. uh, well, Kofi and Cody. Well, Kofi, Co- yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Kofi's Kofi. in there. I said Cody yeah, and Kofi. Guys, I may not have heard. Oh okay. My God. Anyway, okay, guys, moving on. Best show ever. Jesus Christ! This is what happens when we take three weeks off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, does anyone want to talk about Kofi? No. Well, let's move on. What is he doing? He's, he's doing nothing. He's hurt. Right? Is he hurt? I mean, well, like, if we're talking about New Day, why aren't we talking about Big E? That's it. Well, Big E's. We'll be talking about Big E next year. Yeah. Well, I know, but that's one that I want to be talking about at a New Day, and we will. Oof. Okay. So anyway, moving on. Kofi Kingston had a great year. Number nine is great. I just I, I don't think he's yeah, I don't think he beat out AJ Styles. AJ Styles had the match. Like I mean, granted Tanner doesn't like it, but I mean you're talking about the graveyard match. I mean that was one of the the second best thing about WrestleMania. Like the hands down, if not the first. I mean depending on who you asked. And, well, his, him and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, AJ Styles would have been ranked number seven on the PWI Top 500, but they asked AJ's son what he thought before they... Uh, exactly. <laughs> the magazine. I don't even watch wrestling. I don't even watch WWE. AJ's yeah. AJ son is the fucking dude. best heel of 2020, dude. Oh, and, and the way that AJ just brushed it off, like it cut him so deep that he couldn't even... Yeah. Like, I, bet, I bet afterwards he's like, uh, hey, uh, hey, hey, fucker, what the fuck, man? Like, you're on no, the fucking stream. No, you know, probably wanted branded. to say was I don't either, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I'm taking away your vintage N64, you little bitch. You, like, you, 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 you want me to? You want to? You, you want to go get you vaccinated, huh? Is that what you why, want? Why couldn't it have been AJ's son versus fucking Seth Rollins? You know, I, I feel like boy. the guy can only take so yeah. many of those comments before he gets pushed over the edge. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, did you hear? I, I I don't know why that reminded me of something. Did you know Dawkins coming out with a new album? I do know that. Yes. No. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Oh. What? Yeah, Dawkins coming out with a new album. Um, it's called Greatest Hits. Oh. Oh my! That doesn't count. <laughs> it's not a Greatest Hits album. It's actually a new album. But anyway, moving on. Uh, I I still I still don't think I think AJ could be Kofi on that list. Yeah. Um. Definitely, uh, especially getting the rub from Taker. Uh, number 11. Um, it's a little strange because he really didn't have a big push until like a couple of months ago. Yeah. You know? No, uh, I he, think, when, I when, think he, since, when he won the U.S. Summer, title. Or Survivor Series. Oh, but actually, no, no it he, starts off Royal Rumble. It starts off Royal Rumble. No, it was before that. People were Survivor wanting him series. to be in the Rumble for months before that. So, like, he was, he's been hot That's for a while. He just hasn't been at the top of the scene. Exactly. Can we say who it is? Yeah, it's Keith Lee. Oh yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> yeah. been hot since he. He's been hot since he. He was still getting like the biggest. Uh, His and Djokovic's right, or is it? Yes, Djokovic. Djokovic. DJ. Am I thinking of the? I just called. You're thinking of, the, of the you're thinking of player. the Resident Evil movie. Oh, I thought you were talking about uh, uh, Sp- Novak Djokovic from Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> oh, from your podcast, your other podcast, Tank. Oh, that'd be a hell of a match. Plug it now, dirty Masenko. Dirty, hey, dirty Masenko. I want to see that match now. 
<laughs> oh yeah, I love that. I'm gonna actually start doing Dragon Ball Z episodes on on Dirty Masenko too, because that's what we used to do back in the day. But I digress. Uh, but no, Keith Lee's been having a health since I would say since November, since uh, Survivor thing. Series to now. Here's the thing: I just don't understand how you go from you know surrendering the U.S. title or the North American title, and then losing mm-hmm. to Karrion Cross, who gives it up the next week, right? Which I right. don't get that shit. Well, he got injured. Yeah, he got injured in the takeover match. Yeah. How did I not hear any of this shit? I just read I, I about don't. it. I read the dirt sheets. No, I, I've been too way too busy. Yeah, no, I understand. Uh, being a grown. So. There's so much wrestling going on; it gets hard to keep up. But yeah, There's a lot. So, um, so then, like, yeah, so then, uh, you know, he loses, and then you 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 debut him on Raw versus Randy Orton. Like, how? Like, it, it just. But that's not- that's how they do it every time. Everybody who leaves NXT losing their championship then premieres Asuka, on Oscar Oscar just like relinquished a title. Yeah. Well, it's because, I mean, that's the thing is very rarely do they do anybody right. And they did Oscar yeah. right for six months after debut. And they're finally sort of now doing it right again. But look, anyways, he, he, um, he, I love him to death. I uh, got, I had the, op- the greatest, one of the greatest opportunities was to roll with him. Very, very strong individual. Um, I'm, I'm ex- you're kidding. What? I said you're kidding. No, 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 no. He, 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 uh, you may look at him and think he's not strong. Why would anyone is. look at him and think he's not oh. strong? You know? Oh, my God. No. no the levels of sarcasm here are fucking exploding my brain. <laughs> but, uh, um, can I, can I, can I go back a second? You said Karrion Cross is injured. Does that mean yes. no more Scarlet Bordeaux? Well, not for him. Not yeah. Oh. Unfortunately, yeah. She, she announced on like a, like a dot com uh, video they filmed like kind of after NXT went up here that like as long as he's going to be out like yeah she's going to be doing rehab with him I guess and stuff so yeah you could you know consecutively hear a million hearts breaking all at one time and stuff. well yeah I'm not the watching NXT I'm not watching let's let's divert here like there's a thousand wrestlers in the world uh, a lot of jacked handsome wrestlers. Karrion Cross is this thin-lipped, you know, parrot like nose. He's a very gross-looking dude. How did he's he score? Not that gross-looking dude. He is. He's thin-lipped, and he's kind of no. He's gross. Look he's at got, like he's got like Cameron Grimes, like those kind of guys. Like he's not a he's not a bad-looking dude. You're just oh, I, mad because Scarlett's pretty. No, I mean that's the thing is if she was, was with like you know if she was with somebody like Cody Rhodes or Drew or somebody like stop saying you know, Otis. Otis, yeah, exactly. Otis. Anyways, I'm just saying it's weird. He's so weird looking to me. He he's looks not so that weird looking. I feel like you just like her a lot and you're mad at him. I don't really like her that much. She's not uh, Billy Kay. Yo, um, Scarlett Bordeaux. Whoa. Killian, no, she's, yeah. Killian she's, Dane has the hottest wife in WWE ever. You need to stop. I, I never noticed until recently how crooked her nose is. I don't care. Oh, she boy. Is like, really, she is a perfect, perfect woman, and how dare you? Talk about dude, her, her like chin that. is pointing fucking north, and her nose is pointing east. I hate dude, like so much. When I become when when this when this when when the Tank Rodriguez show becomes a thing, I'm gonna show her this episode. What is it now? It's a semi. It's a half chub. Okay, what it's a what half are we doing chub. here? Gotta say whistle. <laughs> number twelve. Anyway, number twelve. Uh, Brock Lesnar. Uh, <laughs> Keith Lee beating out Brock. <laughs> this, this is confusing. This is the most confusing one yeah. on the entire list for me. Yeah, it's like like how high he is or how low he is. Kind of, kind of both. It's like yeah, like, it's it's in that weird limbo area. Like if he was number ten, I get it. 
you know. But number Easy. 12, yeah, number 12, it's like, um, uh, why? Like, but I guess. Well, he hasn't wrestled uh, since WrestleMania. Okay, and he, but, then, he wasn't wrestling thing, but, every, yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. Now, like. He carried like, out the rest of the year before that. But that's 2019. Does it, uh, how do they consider? Is this like January to like June or what? Well, it's supposed know. to be what? It's supposed to be July to June 30th, right? That's what the. J- July 1st, 2019 to says? June 30th, uh, 2020. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah, it is. Yeah, okay. okay. So, yeah. So that, that would be like makes... SummerSlam to. Or last SummerSlam to now? See, okay. It... It, it feels like they're simultaneously going off of his time in the ring and his time out of the ring. Yeah, which then I would say, like, he yeah, should be lower because yeah. he really wasn't even on TV. Like, on, you know, he'd be on yeah. Raw once How a month. How many matches did Brock Lesnar wrestle in that period? Like, three? three How many five. did you not watch? I watched all of them. Yeah. Exactly. You watch all of them because yeah. Brock Lesnar. Anytime but, Brock Lesnar's in a match, you're like, I got to watch that match. Yeah. I don't know if I agree with that, but. Well, okay, when was the last time you missed the Brock Lesnar match? I don't know. I don't know. He's wrestled so few. I don't, I don't even know of all the matches he's done. But okay. uh, well, you watched him. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, he. I, I'm not. De- I, look, yeah. I'm not denying his dra- drawing power. He's. He's like. He was the only thing keeping WWE afloat for like three years. But yeah. I'm just saying, yeah. just what? you know, still got to do something for God's sakes. Yeah. What month did he squash Kofi in six seconds? Is that yeah. in the time frame? I'm trying to rein my, bra- yeah. my brain. That's in right there. Now. That's in there. Yeah. Wasn't that last That's one of the more seven? recent ones. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was last time. Oh, yeah. Then. Runs as so, he had. So if you, if you include that, you got to you have to include him beating Kane in Saudi Arabia, you know, Kane Velasquez. So if you got him Kane, beating Kofi, oh, you got to have that. Uh, and Ricochet. That's, yeah. why he's, that's why he's in the middle of the list. Yeah. He fought Kane Velasquez. And Ricochet. Yeah. That's pew, 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 pew. That's uh, fine. Ricochet can sell like you chuck Ricochet yeah. around a ring. It looks great. It's a he good can't time. Sell, he can't sell by talking though. <laughs> well, well, no. But if you throw him in the air why, so he lands on his it, head, he's why, gonna sell it. Why can't it be me? Why can't I be champion? <laughs> I I'm good. I can fight you. Anyway, come on. Number thirteen. Got... Well, go ahead. No, no, it's fine. Okay, good. Are you sure? All right, cool. Sure. All right, number thirteen. My man, Kenny Omega, and should be lower. Uh, I, yeah, I'm gonna have to say I'm gonna have to agree with you there, Tanner. I I think um, I think next year we'll be talking more about him. I I, I can almost guarantee yeah. he'll be top ten with the way things are looking now, which I'm very any second now. What? Huh? It, it's gonna happen. any second it's now. It's gonna happen. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm so. It's about fucking time that that dude. Snaps. I don't want to see the cleaner thing again. I do want to see the cleaner. I do want to see the cleaner. It was a perfect thing for his junior heavyweight run. I liked seeing him as you know, just he was extra violent. But now that he's a big heavyweight guy, I want something else. Like they keep teasing him being just crazy and like kind of snapping. And I want okay. I want to see Kenny just kind of crazy and not cool, he'll calm, the, yeah. collected he'll be, he'll assassin. Be the, he'll be the washer. How about that? Yeah. Or the dryer. <laughs> Fine. Whatever. The dryer. The, the dryer is pretty yeah. good. I like that. Uh, so I, I'm waiting for the laundrette. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm a little surprised. I thought uh, the dryer was Ben Shapiro's nickname. Ayo! Politics! <laughs> He's not involved in politics. He's not he involved wants with to be. Anyway, uh, we're not going there. Uh, Neither does he. <laughs> so within number 14, which is. Really random, if you really think about it, because he was only there for three months. Oh, okay. Well, last year too. Uh, Roman Reigns at number fourteen. 
Um, yeah, you know, whatever. I, I feel like even if he's out for the entire year, he's got to be on the list. Yeah. Because, like, th- there's no world scenario in wrestling right now where nobody talks about Roman Reigns. He's, w- like, like ha- he's been out for God knows how long, and people are yeah. still like, oh, Roman, dude. Oh, uh, Roman, like he, he get he, you know, he, 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 he's telling Vince no because he, you know, he don't want that COVID, and like, he's he's still at the top of everybody's minds, yeah. even though he hasn't been on TV. Number fifteen, I'm really excited about. It, it came out of left field, and I and I uh, think Mailman uh, might have a thing or two, or even Jimothy uh, might have a thing or two to say about this one. But number fifteen, uh, our NWA sweetheart. Nick Aldis, uh, great pick, yeah. um, if not higher, because I bet he had an am- amazing work rate last year, um, you know, getting ready for NWA, and as NWA was popping, you know, um, which isn't going away anytime soon, regardless of what, you know, other people might say online. Uh, but, yeah, no, I love the fact that Nick Aldis is on here, and I think maybe yep. a few other people um, probably made the short list for, for the top 25. Um, there's just, you know, a lot of competition there. I mean, yeah, he pretty I mean, much I, built a fourth brand out of nothing, you know? Yep. Agreed. And, I mean, I think uh, um, I'm shocked he's that high, honestly. I didn't think, especially because of how, you know, quickly into the year we lost NWA. Yeah. I guess, I mean, although yeah. it was actually, by their count, it was it was only, it was only a few months shy. But, um, but, yeah, I definitely. And I think he was the, he was the first, like, real, like, he felt like a legitimate Car, like belt holder like he felt like yeah this dude definitely yeah. deserves to be the heavyweight champion of this brand or this company yeah. so yeah fucking right on i i definitely inner promotional match with marty scroll right like yep. uh that was that was pretty cool it was a big deal and we mm-hmm. all sat there and watched the nwa pay-per-view what was it uh, into the fire right it, yeah. it was yeah. there were two there was into the fire and hard times Scro- hard times yeah which one was yeah Horrible. Which one? Which one did Scroll come out on? Was I that? I think he came out on Into the Fire at the end of Into the Fire, and then I yeah, want to say yeah. it was an ROH pay per view that they actually wrestled in, or was it Hard Times? I don't remember. They, I don't think they wrestled think, in NWA. Yeah, yeah I think that was. I think wrestle. that was one. That was the casualty because they were going to re- wrestle at that That's venue right. in Atlanta. The yeah. right. Right, 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 That's right. right. Damn, we didn't even get to it, finish it. Damn. I know that was that a good build up too. That was going to be good. And now it's not going to happen because, you know... Marty, yeah. About Marty Scroll? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a real villain? He's a real villain. Uh, you know, yeah. honestly, you know, if um, I could take anybody out or add anybody in there from NWA, he'd probably be Eli. Of oh, course. Yeah. I, I yeah. think... Dude, I that guy dude was, is made out of dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, well, he'd be my he'd be my second choice. Yeah, if, my first choice. If Nick Aldis is Hulk Hogan to NWA, oh my god, oh my that god. looks nothing like him. That is yes, the most genius yes. figure That's I've him ever seen the, in my well, life. The face is fucking amazing. The face sculpt is amazing. Yeah, but the body. But, but yeah, yeah. He, he, whose body did they put that? He looks head like on. Scott Norton from the neck down, which is very <laughs> generous. But <laughs> yeah, that is that is him on the gas. Uh, yeah, but if if uh, Nick Aldis is Hulk Hogan to NWA, Eli Drake is definitely a Macho Man, and uh, yeah. I, I'm 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 so heartbroken that we haven't seen him anywhere. Uh, I wonder what he's up. Yeah, to. I mean, I've been actually because all the people leaving. First off, I got to give it to uh, um, Thunder Rosa. Uh, no, Thunder Rosa, that's cool too. But no, um, Jim uh, oh, Prince, uh, Eddie Kingston. No, Eddie Kingston's good. Been great too. No, I. Uh, 
The TV champion? Stark. That just went to AEW? Thank you. Uh, Stark. uh, uh, Starks. Uh, dude, he's killing. And also, did that guy get yeah. on the juice, too? Because he looks pretty gassed up, too. You'll see it tonight. Watch it tonight. He's not. <laughs> he's definitely not. Uh-oh. <laughs> he's, just, just think about him next to uh, uh, his dude. Uh, what am I? Cage? He, next That's to Cage. And uh, what's the guy that... that uh, that Jake Jake uh, manages. Oh, uh, Lance Archer. Lance Archer. Yeah. He's next yeah. to them. Uh, yep. <laughs> he does not look well, like he's on the gas. I think I think just about anybody's <laughs> gonna get mogged by Archer. To be fair. Yeah. Uh, but, no, Nobody's except Cage. For the Cage. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, but I'm glad for him. He, that promo he did with fucking on uh, on uh, little Skeleton Darby Boy. Uh, oh my yeah. God! Him dressed yeah, like Darby was, Allen. Was great. Uh, <laughs> He was. He I'll put on. Good. He put on Facebook. Darby Allen. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my shit. Uh, but yeah, no. Ricky Starks is 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 tearing it up. But and I was gonna make mention of that. The fact that NWA and AEW are working together. Like, if you watch AEW tonight, you'll you'll see footage from NWA with Thunder Rosa, and you'll hear the voice of Billy Corgan. Really talking about. Uh-oh. This about Thunder Rosa going into it. They are hyping That's up the big. women's championship match, which is exciting because it's just a little morsel of what's possible with this next generation of wrestling that's going to happen. Yeah. I, and I think it, that's that's what it's going to take. You know, you know, you think I'm going to use a Power Rangers as, as the analogy here. You know, it was like that one big monster that the little Power Rangers couldn't, def- you know, defeat. But when they got the Megazords and put them all together, then you could defeat the monster that is WWE. And that's what it's going to take. Going back to old territories, you know, yeah. it, it, that's what it's like, you know, if you really think about it. Um, but it, 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 it got me really excited to see it before we started recording. Um, I'm probably going to talk about it. It's also it. very shrewd, honestly, from Billy Corrigan, because right now, all it is is putting the NWA name back on TV, yep. and like do, TV. They, they can't do anything. So TNT's dime, right? Yeah, like, so might like, as like, might as well, dude. So, but yeah. I mean, if they can develop a working relationship where NWA stars can sort of appear on on uh, AEW as sort of you know occasional like talent or whatever, I do fucking a. I'd be that'd like, be right. Like, can I mean, you yeah. imagine? Can you imagine at the MJF uh, John Moxley match, like you know whoever wins that fight at the pay per view. Eli Drake just comes out and just tackles one of them, and just like, and he just points to the he points to the, the you know the crowd and they say his name like how like how hard would your ding dong be if you saw him? I know. <laughs> big money, big money. I'd love to see Ziggy Dice come out. Uh, God damn it! Oh God. <laughs> I get that Ziggy Dice reference. Uh, God, I gotta get that one in there. But yep. yeah, no Ziggy Dice. I guarantee you, it it's makes great. the top five hundred. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Drake and Mox have history, too, and stuff. They uh, roomed and trained together at the, the old Heartland Wrestling Association oh, wow. way back when in Ohio. So, so there's history there. They they roomed together at one oh, time man. when they were training for Les Thatcher. That's awesome. That, that is, that, that, I didn't know that. Um, didn't yeah, know. Uh, we got off topic there. Number 16, Bray Wyatt. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I can fuck sure. with Yeah, I get it. He's one of, the most, one of the most uh, faint, like... You know he's selling merchandise like crazy. He's uh, super over with the fans. So that I mean, yes, he yeah. definitely deserves a spot in the top twenty. Uh, number seventeen. I'm not sure who that is. Though, so we'll skip it. Uh, Eighteen. Rush. I'm just kidding. Seventeen is Ibushi. 
Uh, really? Yeah, 17's a bushy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe, Tanner, can you shed some light on this? Ibushi's one of those guys that that I just can't make any sense of because but he's your cookie I've, cutter <laughs> no. guy, right? Well, okay, so he's he's about as babyface as it gets. Like, yeah. there's nobody oh, yeah. that watches New Japan that isn't like, oh, I love him. So, but it's it's so interesting because the dude's well, I think he's forty. He's really? 40. He, he yeah. doesn't look it at all. He looks like a kid. So he has yeah. this like eternal He's youth thing. He's 25. Exactly. And, and honestly, if he wanted it, he could have the heavyweight championship whenever. Like, whenever he gets it, it would be monumental because everyone wants him to get it. But he's just kind of like, all right, yeah, I'm going to hang out with Tanahashi. I'm going to do the tag titles. Yeah, I'm just going to, you know, yeah, I'm having a good time. And so, like, yeah, I feel like this is where he wants to be on that list. This. It's just weird that, yeah, I mean, I, I agree, like, Ibushi is, like, always, like, because he never, even when he was doing his weird-ass matches in the streets and stuff, he's all, people love him. Yep. Um, Golden Lovers, like, I mean, the dude's cool. In fact, if I could choose to be built, like, have a physique of any single wrestler, it'd probably be Ibushi, but um, uh, he's just a, he's just a cool talent, but I just, he just never seems like he's, like, like, top tier, like, you know what I mean? Like, he has everything except that, like, main event drive. I would yeah, say. exactly, exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Like he he's always been content to just sort of do his own thing. So to yep. sort of be over like evil and stuff is just weird to me. But okay, I mean that's cool. Good for him. Good yeah. deal. And then moving yeah. on to number eighteen. The man. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, my man. The man. I was just gonna. I was just gonna add the man high fived Vince McMahon and had no fucking clue who he was. Like, as far as I'm concerned, that, that is alone the best thing be that's one. ever happened in human that history. Should make him the, that should make him number one alone. Just that I've never alone heard that. be like, "That's amazing." You've never heard that, James? Yeah. So yeah. he he high fived him and he like smiled at him and stuff. And then like he like he had to have some people that worked with Vince tell him like, "Hey, that was Vince McMahon," and he's like. Okay, <laughs> and they were dude, they were Completely so bad. Like, like, yep. It was it was all of Vince's. Like I don't think Vince was there for that to happen, but like it was all of Vince's yes men crew, and they were so like they were furious that he didn't know. Yeah. And so, I don't yeah. think he's been back to like a backstage thing like since then because oh, they're. Like, That's <laughs> my favorite story ever. <laughs> he just <laughs> Tanner, do you have the list? Do you have the list on you really quick? I do, yeah. Okay, okay, you take over from here. I'm going to run to the restroom, and I'll be right back. Y'all, y'all sure, over. okay. So, 18, maybe I just haven't seen him anywhere. I think y'all will have to e- explain. He's a luchador this is... from Mexico. Oh, okay. I thought we were talking about Leo Rush, and I was like, I don't think so. Oh, Rush from uh, ROH? Oh, is my he... God. Oh, that's quite... right. That's right. He's yeah, checked. quite possibly the... Yeah, the best heel in the business if he's given his opportunity to be it. Like, absolutely. Like, uh, yeah, holy shit. The dude, I mean, he's un, he's like a loose cannon. I mean, to the degree that Pillman would be like, oh shit, stay away from that dude. I was at a show in Tijuana and stuff where the, a guard was just trying to like direct the workers where to go and he punched the security guard dead in the fucking face. Like on the way, just like completely like what was the most nonplussed thing ever. He was just, they were just <laughs> directing him like, this way, sir, 
bang, and then just kept going, <laughs> like, oh, shit, like, he legitimately slugged him and stuff, but, I mean, a heel's heel, he and, yeah. he and Andrade, if they could be together in any company, freaking nothing but money, I swear to God, absolutely incredible. That's fantastic, so he's, he's an ROH champ right now? He was. Uh, I believe, uh, did PCO beat him? I, maybe, yes, I can look I that think up. That, PCO beat yeah, him, I, oh, no. I know. Hey now, yeah. hey now. Like, okay, <laughs> yeah, good for PCO, but oh no. <laughs> and then nineteen. This is this is pretty far down for the guy that has been, you know, universal champ for a bit. Is is Braun Strowman? Oh wow, it's a little low. Yeah, but you think about everybody who's above him. It makes sense, right? Like. I mean, no, I yeah, I like everyone that is above him should be above him for sure. And he's yeah, the Braun? universal champion. Yeah, Braun Strowman. Yeah, oh. he's the universal champion. Um, he's number nineteen. And um, I, I I don't know what you see because I, I feel like all the time you're like, oh, he he does great. He's he's you know he's the great big man. I don't get it. I watch his matches. They're, I, I don't know. I, I don't think know. he's bruising. Like he's a big bruising guy mm-hmm. and. I was really worried at WrestleMania that he was he Andrew were just going to be transitional champions. Like, oh, we're going to put the belts on them because uh, you know Goldberg and uh, Roman fell out, and uh, you know it was just kind of a, a like I guess a transitional championship. But then you know he's had a pretty decent run. Um, I'm trying to think of the other people he's really fought. I just don't <clears> think there's <throat> been good enough like competition against Braun. Uh, and then now I don't understand, and this is a recency bias, but I don't understand the the uh, booking with him so far. But I mean, he's he's the universal champion for a reason. He's he's a plotting huge big guy. Uh, I don't know what they. I don't know if the brain trust knows what to do with him, and maybe he's just he's not he has really carved out his character just yet. I mean, I, I don't, dude. He the the he's a great big man. He's he's relatively athletic for a guy his size. He's he's over with the crowd. He's he actually has a certain level of charisma and ability on the stick. Like, yeah, um, I, I, he's he's, a he's, I, he's a good, you know, big good big guy. Like, he's, I don't have Kane, a problem with him. Kane twenty twenty. Yeah, is Nick Aldis higher than him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like I love Nick higher. Aldis. By I the way, Aldis, uh, but I'm like, oof. Rush is the uh, still the ROH world champion. He, he, he is beat, okay. He beat P- PCO. Oh, good. The fifty-year-old guy. Oh, okay, cool. Awesome. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, thank you, thank you for handling that, Tanner. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, and then number twenty, Jacob Fat Two, <laughs> left field man. Nice. <laughs> wow. What do you think about that, Mailman? Superb worker. Like honestly, like so impressed. Um, you know, got to see a little bit, you know, here in Southern California, like the, you know, when they ran GCW, I think it was out here, bar wrestling, um, made, formed a great tag team with ROH's Brody King. Um, but, oh, nice. uh, I know MLW was trying to like, you know, invest the farm in him and stuff like, and throw whatever money they could. I ran across like kind of an auspicious article, um, that, you know, that, uh, that his big picture prospects are limited because he had some jail time which I haven't seen expounded nice. upon. Um, but yeah, like it, he's, you know, like an exceptional worker. Talk about like Umaga reincarnated light on his feet, you know, like, you know, always in the right place. Great. Like, too. you know, great positioning. Yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. 
he absolutely, exactly. That, that would have been the best way to summarize that. He's a guy I would love to see, you know, um, if he can't make a big North American promotion, boom, like, let's see him with the Girls of Destiny in New Japan and stuff, yep. and, and, you know, his Tongan family. <laughs> Holy cow, dude. You know, a big man who can move like that. Incredible. Absolutely. Uh, okay, and then uh, definitely skipping 21. Because I don't understand that bullshit. Wrong. I don't understand that bullshit whatsoever. So <clears throat> Will Osprey is going to suck it. I was going to say, it's, I was gonna say, oh, it must be Will Osprey. Yeah, it is. It Will is. Osprey can suck uh, it. Nuts. I still don't get it, Tank. I don't get like, it. Man. I, like, dude, sucks. dude, he's homie's getting jacked as shit too. He's I huge. Think he's, he's legit heavy. He's, what about he's his legit what, heavyweight yeah, division right now? The, he's over two twenty. What about the uh, allegations uh, that were pressed upon uh, upon him? Are they really true or not true? Well, so so what I've read about it, um, it's it's not the same as like some of the other guys. The, this was more of a situation of like he knew something was happening and he didn't say anything. Ah. So like that still sucks. Yeah, um, yeah. I I can't speak to it because I I haven't read anything about it. That's as far as I know. Okay. Um, but in and terms of and like, where, and that's where we'll leave it then. If we don't know anything, we're not going to talk about him yeah, in the I'm ring. Not, we're not going to make no, no, no. We can talk about no. We can talk about him <laughs> as a wrestler, but if we don't know like factual stuff, it, it's right. best not to make those allegations and, and and leave people you know with a bad taste in his mouth. Because I'm sure he's a great person out of the ring. You know, if those allegations aren't true, um, I just I, I don't get him as a wrestler, man. I don't. I, I don't. I'm sorry. I know I've seen some decent matches from him. You know, but it didn't blow my socks off. I think as soon as he comes back, when when all this kind of you know slows down with the the pandemic stuff, I think he's going to be exactly what you want to see because he's legit over two hundred twenty pounds. So he's 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 solidly in that heavyweight division. Um, he's not going to wrestle like a junior heavyweight anymore. I like he's 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 said on several occasions like I don't want to do that anymore. I'm done. Uh, I've you know I can't remember what match it was. I think it was something in Rev Pro. He was like yeah. I think that's a perfect conclusion to my junior heavyweight run. Me and Ricochet I'm were never switching friends. It up. <laughs> no, yeah. Was that the match? Was that the match with him and and Sex Saber Tanner? In Revpro, I think it was. Okay, that sounds right. That's what I thought too. It's just like he seems like he could slot so easily into Omega's spot if he that's is exactly like if he you know like really kind of like you know uh, uh, make sure that he you know hones in on. The, the main event level of storytelling that New Japan does and stuff like the real, you know, and, and if he protects his body, because, yeah, if he's, you know, he trying to do, to now. you know, yeah, 450s to the floor, Jesus, just go to bed, too. Yeah. Go to bed. <laughs> and then, and then uh, number 22, I, I think it's, it's a great place for him, man. Uh, MJF, what, what, a, what uh, a heel. Like, and I swear uh, to God, by 2020, this same time in 2021, he'll be top, be top 10. 10. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. Adam, any, any thoughts? Uh, no, I mean, I think we still have to consider this his rookie year. Uh, Absolutely. I mean, what a hell, quote, quote, of, a, what a hell rookie of a rookie. Year, yeah. Uh, yeah, but no, I think, I, think, uh, I think it's probably great just to be in the top 25, Absolutely. you know, starting out and just be kind of the future of wrestling. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Yeah. I'm right there with it. Yeah, and just, there's not a lot that needs to be said about it. It's MJF, man. He's doing great job. He's doing a great job, and he's going to continue to do that. And I think you're absolutely right, Jimothy. Top ten next year, um, with a grain of salt with with, with how we see the PWI. But hell, we're making a whole podcast about it. Um, but number twenty three, Alistair Black. Um, surprising because I felt like he um, 
he kind of slid for a little bit, and yeah, and no fault to his own, I don't think. You know what I mean? I just Not, think, well, since WrestleMania, like, what has he done? Yeah, I mean, he's just be kind of he's the, been the support system for for Rey Mysterio. You know, yeah, the heel turn on Monday was my favorite thing about Raw. Um, but again, like Why again, this is I think yeah, I I think was I. Was it Rollins that took his eye too and stuff? Yeah. Like, God, how ridiculous is that fucking sentence? Rollins took another <laughs> person's eye. Um, but the, the I do. Uh, I will say though, Alistair Black looks cool as fuck with that like band, like the like the pat, like looks the like headband. I, what? It looks like a yeah, pirate. He does. He, he, you look like that. He does. Owens like like KO had a phenomenal like post on Instagram. I think Kevin Owens had a phenomenal like someone posted a picture of a toy of his they found um in a store somewhere and stuff and they were like what's with this you know what's with this ridiculous expression on this kevin owens toy and he like had a ridiculous reply and stuff like you'd be you'd look like that too if you got you know just got jumped by a one-eyed space pirate magician <laughs> fuck or whatever <laughs> like oh, so i was like oh my god i died laughing. well as the as the resident uh, alistair black supermark um I'm fine with them turning heel. I think it, it was weird that he was ever a face. I yeah. think like his whole gimmick yeah. works better as he's like kind of like this like you know cold blooded you know kind of killer kind of dude. Why but, can't he work with Zelina Vega? Like I mean like they're they're together. Why can't yeah. she have a side project yeah. with her dude? Like that yeah. is I mean I like, she's she is because the best manager since Paul Heyman. I agree, but yeah. that's the thing is right. because Alistair Black is also good one. on his own. But Andrade can't barely speak English, and Zelina Vega's a great okay, mouthpiece. you're right. I get you. But think about Bobby uh, Bobby Heenan when he was a manager. Like, he would just come out, or even Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart would just switch yeah. his fucking jacket and come back well, out. But, but that's the thing is, now that Aleister Black is a heel, maybe there it will be a, a, a he'll join that fact. I would be, holy shit, Andrade and fucking Aleister Black on the same faction? He doesn't even That'd have be to join. Yeah, uh, that's the thing. He doesn't even have to join the faction. Like I think everyone's so like that's kind of like it's lost now. Like all he has, all he has to do is come out like, "Hey, I have multiple clients, and you know some of them are factions." I also think it's a little like just because they're married doesn't mean they have to be like. In fact, if you've noticed, WWE refuses to do that if people they like separate them because they don't want. Well, yeah, they'll get them divorced and with uh, Bobby Lashley. Well, that's the thing. If they're dating, they'll do it all the time because they know. That whenever they want, they can make it difficult, and then they'll split, and then oh, that'll be on TV, man. and then they get all the viewers. But yeah, marriage, they're like, well, we don't, we don't want to divorce people on TV. That's yeah, because the divorce is just too depressing. Exactly. Um, so yeah, number twenty-four, almost done here, folks. Uh, we got Kento Miyahara. Miyahara. That's now you're. Now you're talking tank and stuff like don't. How long is this podcast? Because now you can get me going. Twenty-four and twenty-five. Oh. Are literally Uh-oh. my my two favorite Uh-oh. guys. Yeah, don't get me started. Maybe we'll twenty four and twenty five are my two. two. <laughs> yeah, two favorite guys to watch in the business right now. If you have not watched the Kento Mayahara match, Kento Mayahara is the all Japan Okada. The best way to wrap it up for you guys in that way. He just lost uh, the triple crown to Suwama in March of this year. Um, look up anything if you have the opportunity, listeners. If you have the opportunity, look up some Kento Mayahara against Jake Lee against uh, Eichmann, Juro Kirishio, against, like, uh, Zeus, any of the heavyweight, not Zeus that you're thinking of, not tiny <laughs> listener, <laughs> not that Zeus, <laughs> all Japan Zeus, 
I know. Sorry to let the audience down. Zeus uh, in All Japan is a completely different dude, and you've got to check it out. Like, watch those matches. You want to talk about a main event storyteller? Regal, on his most recent scouting edition, uh, was actually there to check out Kento Mayahara. I don't think they can throw enough money because this is the centerpiece of All Japan. But I rem we remember not that long ago, there was all that news about All Japan and WWE potentially being, you know, courting each other for NXT Japan. I'm telling you, this dude is top 10 in the world. Like, this is an exceptional worker. If you haven't checked wow. him out, you're missing out, dude. One of my favorite guys to watch. Char Charisma, too, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Nice. I mean, so radiates, rock star, charisma, fantastic Before worker. Before we get to the last one, um, I, I would like to take this slot to just piss off James. Um, <laughs> I want to take Alistair Black off the list and replace him with Kenta. Because like with, with even the extremely limited ring time Kenta has had, because I think outside, I don't think he had any ring time except for when he debuted um, in New Japan and then pretty quickly went Bullet Club. But, I mean, that, that was one of the most impactful things of the year for me. I, I mean, maybe I'm the only one. I know I know that I'm kind of the New Japan guy, but... I, I would know, not have like, a problem with that. I would no, not have a problem with that. He, he's just like... It's like every time I see him outside of the WWE, like, bubble, you know, I'm, I'm reminded why he's, like, considered the Ric Flair of Japan. The dude, he's just... Yeah. He understands everything. I love the thing that he's doing where like his theme music comes out and he puts his hands to his ear to listen for the, the fans, but there are no fans. <laughs> and he just looks so relieved that there's <laughs> nobody there. And that's, that's the shittiest thing you could do right now, and I love it. Such a heel move. Uh, but yeah, okay. You know, I, I, no, I, no. I, I can see that, too. Um, and yeah. number, number 25. Agreed. Number 25 last on this list is uh, Walter. Walter. Again, remember earlier on in the podcast, you guys, I said, like, the group that I watch with is my litmus test. Walter has literally become a meme in my group and stuff oh, because no. of how hard that son of a bitch hits. And, like, <laughs> every match, like, the Osprey match I talked about, like, you know, all those podcasts ago, the, the match with Dragunov at Progress 92, like, the bait match on, on the WWE Network, the Dunn match, WrestleMania weekend. Like, you want to talk about a dude who believes, like, again, you know, Regal said it, you know, it starts in, you know, it starts in your heart, you know, it goes in your head, it comes out your eyes. Like, if you want to believe as a wrestler, for Walter, that that's my guy and stuff. Like, you want to talk about a main event, top-tier worker for me, again, top ten in the world. Um, if you have not, if you've not had an opportunity because they buried it so quickly, the WWE Network uploaded a bunch of, like, the independent stuff. If you have an hour and a half oh, to yeah. kill and, you know, throw, throw in there, WXW Ambition 11 is on there. And to anyone that doesn't throw that on, it just looks like a random European indie show. The thing about Ambition is Ambition is a shoot-style tournament. So when you watch it, the matches are structured. You know, again, kind of like Tanner said in our own private, you know, uh, message group, none are quite at the level, say, of a Don Fry or, or your, you know, even, you know, I would say like, you know, the top, top, you know, kind of shoot workers like a Matt Riddle, shoot style, quote unquote, workers, if you will. Um, but the matches, some of the guys in there are relative unknowns right now. 
but are guys, again, that are starting to make their way up there. You know, Daniel Makabe, I think some of you guys have heard me talk about Tim Thatcher, who's in NXT now. Um, it is, for an hour and a half watch, it is absolutely enjoyable. I had a group that came over to watch SummerSlam on Sunday that got there early before the show, and I'm like, let me throw this on. And a room full of people were riveted. Like, there was a Walter Speedball Mike Bailey match. That, I've actually like, seen that. It ends with a Boston Crab that Jesus Christ, guys, you have to see to believe. Like, Dude. if you have five minutes to throw that in, like, legitimately, I watched a groom full of grown, intelligent wrestling fans, people that are smart, quote-unquote, smart to the business, that listen to this podcast, that came off of a couch and stuff like they were eight years oh, old, nice. watching SummerSlam 92 again, dude. You want to talk about, like, holy shit, this man just murdered Speedball Mike Bailey. You, the, the finish, <laughs> the main event, the main event between, which I don't want to spoil you, which are two guys that are the more prominent guys in the tournament. The end, the match ends with a clothesline that is the most vile thing I've seen a human being do to another human being. Like, this clothesline did not look like it was worked, if you know what I mean. Watch this tournament if you have the opportunity. You know, second from that, very quickly, again, Progress 92, they've uploaded it. You could skip 90% of the card and stuff, but if you fast forward to Ilya Dragunov and uh, Walter Pete Dunn, or Walter, excuse me, um, Ilya Dragunov is a kid, like one of the best baby faces in the industry right now, um, is, is one of the guys and stuff that deserves like all the, you know, all the money, all the opportunity in the world and stuff. I hope he gets it. Um, the match really and stuff between the two is the stiffest slugfest and stuff like absolutely entertaining. If you have an opportunity to throw it on the network, guarantee you, you won't be disappointed. Yeah. I, I, I agree. And yeah. In fact, I, I almost said, I'm like, Oh yeah, I watched this uh, Mike Bailey match. That was fucking crazy. But um, yeah, I do. I think that my biggest heartache, uh, depression of the COVID was that right. As you start to see Walter become like the main heel in W in, in I NXT, mean, NXT, but probably the most intimidating heel in all of the WWE brand COVID happened and he can't come to the States. And I was like, fuck man, you lost that momentum. And, and yeah. I still think that, uh, Re not Requiem. What is they, what are they called? Imperium. Imperium is still like such a baller ass, like little <laughs> faction. So yeah, I, I, and again, I feel like this time next year, if we can get back to some sort of normal function, I think Walter definitely climbs way up. Whoa, the whoa, whoa. Imperium yeah. versus retribution. Make it happen. <laughs> hey, Adam, I did have a question for you before we go. Uh, Let's hear it. Before I ask that question, though, I just wanted to make make something really clear about a match that I saw. With uh, the, It was a Randy Orton and Keith Lee match. Randy Orton worked a headlock for like almost a solid minute, and it was the best thing I ever seen in such a long time. <laughs> like my old, like <laughs> the old. The, Isn't that like his thing though? But like the way he worked, watch, go and watch that match from Raw, and like you'll see, like he worked the fucking headlock, and you'll see what I mean when you watch it. And it was, I just wanted to bring that up because it was one of the most purest <clears throat> wrestling things I've seen in such a long time. Anyway, I feel like that's like his his thing. Like, yeah, on that now on that same note, really quick, YouTube, uh, the ROH site on YouTube <laughs> uploaded the first uh, Samoa Joe CM Punk hour long oh, draw nice. on there, and it's yeah, Punk keeps working that headlock in that too. It's so smartly done, even in that and stuff like the the spots in and out of it. Such a brilliant match and stuff like you can see why that got five stars. Fantastic. Nice. Randy Orton should get an Oscar for the best in ring facial expressions yes. ever. You'll That's... see it anyway. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Mr. Danger, the question's for you. Let's only, hear it. only because I, I we didn't hear a lot from you, and I'm, that makes me sad. 
anytime you're not, you know, uh, you know, a, a bigger mouthpiece than you already are on the show, it makes me really <laughs> sad, man. Um, so I'm going to give you the opportunity here to um, either, you know, take someone out and add them back in or just add someone in there that you think should have been on the top 25. Oh, that's a tremendous question. Uh, let me see. Wow. Yeah, that's... Um, okay, or, I don't want to fill it with dead air. That or, you know, um, if someone was higher or lower than they should have been. What was the Boogie Woogie Man's record in 2020? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, Paul Jones. <laughs> Ziggy, uh, Ziggy dies, definitely. Right? Ziggy dies. Yeah, I guess, well, I was just glad to see Nick Aldis. I, I, if I were going to push anybody up, I think, you know, maybe for Braun, I just think, uh, maybe, I don't know if he cracks top ten. I would have put him on there a little higher, I, just for being like the 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 champion. And if, he's cooking. He's doing Bruce the he's doing the there. most. Yeah, he's doing the most with the least. I feel. Again, he's another one that just became a champion uh, right at WrestleMania, and there hasn't really been a lot of crowd. And so, what he does well, I feel, like Braun is is stunts mm-hmm. where he's like lifting up trucks and he's pulling down the Titantron or something like that. And with the lack of the crowd, he's just kind of like. Well, I'm gonna you know run and charge at people and stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I really thought he was like I said. I really liked that Bray match. They were really getting going. I thought they were really cooking. And then Roman comes out was just kind of a piece de resistance. But I mean, I think the the list looks pretty good. I right off the top of the noggin, I can't think of anyone that I'm just like, oh well, maybe they missed a trick there. And I'm you know, yeah. Uh, what what about Orange? I mean, has Orange had like Man. enough of a hot to not be in the top twenty-five? I don't think he had enough steam because I mean, you got to think about it. He started in October, so he was a few months behind already, um, and made, yeah. a belie- made, made a believer out of me, you know. Um, and that's saying a lot. Um, and then going from October to June, he really didn't work a lot. You know, he probably he's probably had what like 10, 12 matches since October. Dude, in fact, I don't yeah. think he's had even maybe ten matches. Most yeah. of his in ring stuff has been spots. It hasn't yeah. been an actual match. But he did beat Chris Jericho this year. So next year, so, so maybe next, next year, we'll, year he should we'll be in the top twenty five. Yeah. Yeah. He had gotten in the yeah. ring sooner because I mean, remember when he first came into AEW, he was kind of that you know not yeah. not a manager, but just kind of like there. Yeah, like you know they they do have like, they'd have like a backstage fight segment and he'd be like hanging out in the bathroom for some reason. Yeah, I'd but, like to see where uh, where Finn Balor eventually like wound up. Yeah, like, if he's in the top. Yeah, you know, yeah. And, hang, at all. and Hangman. Yeah, Yo, that's hangman. what I was gonna say. That's what I. Jesus. That's exactly what I was gonna say. Um, like where I mean, man, AEW. I love him. It's my favorite show to watch. But I mean, uh, up until recently, I think we're gonna see some more from him. I mean, they they kind of dropped the ball because he. He was like projected to be the guy for AEW, and then Chris, he still is. They're then, just then Chris slow. Jer- then Chris Jericho kind of had to do it, and then Mox came, and you know it, it was just it, the it's a weird buildup if he's going to be the top guy, and you'll see it too. You'll see like because you'll see like they're going like a different direction with him on tonight's AEW. Um, but real quick, I just need to jump in real quick because it's breaking news. Uh, rest in peace, Bullet uh, Bob Armstrong. He just passed away. Oh, oh shit. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he was an old timer, but yeah. I mean, still. For sure, man. His 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 missus barely passed away at the beginning of summer. Oh, I didn't know that. Jeez. Wow. That's yeah. That's a rough for the James slash exactly. Armstrong family. That's a rough one. Yeah. Damn. I'm sorry. That sucks. 
It does suck. Uh, but I, I do want to thank everybody. Oh, actually, one one more piece of information regarding the PWI, too. Uh, and I want to thank HealByNature.com for providing uh, this information for me. Uh, it does say women have been included in this year's list uh, with Kylie Ray landing at, in, oh. at, at 78. And, uh, unf- wow. and then Tessa Blanchard landing at 83. Oh, um, so several other women were and included I- in the rankings, uh, which can be seen when purchasing the magazine. Um, but, yeah. Uh, I do want to thank everybody. I want to thank Adam freaking Danger for being on here. And if you haven't uh, listened to the Adam Danger uh, production, yeah. uh, be sure to follow that on Spotify and as well as on Apple Podcast. Uh, yep. has really, really, really great. Uh, it's it just Adam Danger on the mic, by, you know, we, we, as the host. Why aren't you listening to that? It's amazing. Yep. Um, so put that the on. The Phantom Apple. Stranger, Adam Danger. Yeah. Yes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I was waiting for you to say that, Mike. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Uh, so, yeah, and I want to thank uh, Jimothy James Dean, as always, uh, giving us great, great uh, analysis of uh, his favorite wrestlers. Uh, be sure to check us out, too, on, you know, uh, Texas Podcast Massacre, as well as Going Commando. Uh, Mailman Mike, always, always a pleasure. I want to thank you so much for sticking yep. in your car thank for so you. long. Um, <laughs> we really do appreciate I literally it. St- I, I literally walked out of work, and the security chased me away from my parking lot at my work, so I had to come down this freeway to, like, park somewhere else. <laughs> That's awesome, man. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Uh, and, of course, you know, I'm not going to be, else. I'm not gonna be a dick. Uh, Tanner Treadway, uh, you know, uh, the man with the plan, I want to thank you so much for always uh, – uh, giving us great analysis for you know yeah. in, in New Japan and all that stuff and great insight, great insight. I, I love you all. Couldn't do this show without you. Um, and you know, thank you for so much for giving me 36 extra minutes uh, of the show. Uh, but uh, yeah, you no. Know, if you uh, haven't really followed us already, uh, be sure to follow us on Spotify as well as Apple Podcast, uh, wherever uh, podcasts uh, are you know, uh, advertised, wherever you can listen to. And again, I'm Tank Rodriguez. This is the Stable of Studs, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye, y'all. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.